While at the 2017 IndieWeb Summit, I sat down with some of the participants to ask, why did you get involved with the IndieWeb? My name is David Shansky, S-H-A-N-S-K-E, and my website, if you can spell that, you can get to it because it is david.shansky.com. I was listening to an interview of a member of the IndieWeb on a podcast, and I said that mirrors what I believe myself. And I found out there was an event in New York, and I went to it, and I showed up and immediately felt this was a place that I wanted to keep coming to. I would have been 2014. Do you have any particular projects that you're looking forward to working on or finishing up? Somebody I'd like the core developers of WordPress to actually be interested in bringing some of these things in there. Right now, the focus in WordPress seems to be in a different area. Their focus appears to be right now on block level editing in their editor, which uh, scares a lot of people because it's a major change. And uh, more, I would say, not necessarily bloggy features. There's been something of a tilt in the business area over the last few years because of all the people using WordPress for business. Great. Well, thank you so much. Anytime. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of October 7th through 13th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club meeting is October 18th, with Nuremberg, Brighton, London, and Baltimore confirmed so far, as well as a virtual Homebrew Website Club at Central European Time. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a homebrew website club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about homebrew website club, including tips for how to organize your own, at indieweb.org hwc. Registration is open for IndieWebCamp Berlin, which will take place November 4th and 5th at Contentful GmbH in Berlin, Germany. Learn more and register now at IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash Berlin. And planning is in progress for IndieWebCamp Austin, scheduled to take place December 9th and 10th. Learn more and help out at IndieWeb.org slash 2017 slash Austin. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at IndieWeb.org slash COC. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. A couple of IndieWeb-related events are also coming up. IndieWeb community member Jeremy Keith of Adactio.com will be giving a talk on the building blocks of the IndieWeb at the View Source Conference in London on October 27th. 
And IndieWeb community member Callum Ryan of CallumRyan.com will be giving a talk introducing the IndieWeb movement at MozFest London on October 28th. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org. Sebastian Andeveg at seblog.nl published a post titled Thinking About Bookmarks and Likes on the Indie Web. In it, he discusses the different personal reasons one might want to bookmark or like a post online, and the sometimes conflicting social cues that can be inferred from likes and bookmarks in social media. He also discusses his thoughts on how he hopes to resolve some of these conflicts on his personal site. Chris Aldrich at bafosako.com published a post titled Using Facepiles in Comments for WordPress with Web Mentions and Semantic Linkbacks. In it, he explains some recent updates to indie web plugins for WordPress, which now allow web mentions that represent likes from other sites to collapse into a single section of avatars, also known as a facepile. Chris Aldrich also shared a link to a video of a recent talk titled The Decentralized Social Web by IndieWeb community member Keith J. Grant from the Connect.Tech conference in Atlanta this past month. In it, Grant describes IndieWeb technologies and gives live demos of features such as Micropub and WebMention. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb wiki at IndieWeb.org. New Community Members A new user page was created for Danielle McLean at 00danny.me. Danielle describes herself as a trans lesbian, passionately intersectional feminist, and adorable pony. She is adding IndieWeb features to her site, which runs on a custom open-source Haskell backend named LEBD. A new user page was created for Scott Matheson at scottmatheson.com. Scott describes himself as a web guy, optimizer, project manager, designer, and developer in Missoula, Montana. He is working on adding microformats to his website and reading about the indie web. If you haven't already, now is a good time to create your own user page. It's a great way to introduce yourself to the indie web community and to collect the things that you are working on or want to work on for your personal website. For more details, visit indieweb.org wikifying. Community and Concepts The Mumble page was updated with info about a running instance of the voice chat service set up by Sven Knabel at voice.sknabel.net. A web interface is available, so it should be possible to participate without installing additional software. This service will likely be used for an upcoming virtual homebrew website club, so if you're a regular participant, be on the lookout. The Notifications page was updated with a link to a post by Jeremy Keith at adactio.com, also titled Notifications. In it, Keith describes his practice of disabling all notifications when installing new apps on his phone. He discusses a trend he has noticed whereby some apps increasingly disrupt normal usage with prompts to enable notifications, showing a lack of respect for user choice. The design page was updated with a link to a post by Paul Lewis at TheGuardian.com titled Our Minds Can Be Hijacked, The Tech Insiders Who Fear a Smartphone Dystopia. In it, Lewis details discussions with designers and developers from many apps and platforms who are concerned that the design patterns used to drive so-called engagement are increasingly making users' lives worse by creating addiction, anxiety, and constant distraction. Services and Organizations 
The bookmark page has been updated with documentation and screenshots of Pocket, a bookmarking silo that is now built into the Firefox browser. The documentation includes a walkthrough of the integrated features, as well as some details about how it handles duplication, sharing, and more. The iOS page was updated with a link to a post by Felix Krauss at KraussFX.com titled iOS Privacy Steal.Password. Easily get the user's Apple ID password just by asking. In it, the author shows that it is simple to construct an iOS application that prompts the user to enter their Apple ID credentials with a dialog that looks identical to the real iTunes store prompts from the operating system. The AIM page was updated with info about the upcoming silo death of AOL Instant Messenger, scheduled to shut down on December 15th of this year. Links were added to the page to methods for exporting your buddy lists, as well as any chat logs that may be stored on the service. The Smart Speaker page was updated with links to articles from Business Insider and Android Police about a recent issue with the Google Home Mini Smart Speaker. Google has pushed out a software update to disable the touch-to-listen functionality on these devices after a design flaw in the touch sensors led to the units continuously sending audio to Google servers. The Silo Quits page was updated with a link to a post by Jonathan McAloon at thetelegraph.co.uk titled, Why Do Celebrities Like Lena Dunham Leave Twitter? The post serves as a who's who of celebrities that have famously abandoned their Twitter accounts typically after facing abuse and death threats from other users of the microblogging silo. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85, Suit, Day 48, Glitch, Day 49, Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music Project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org, and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. 